Recording in progress. Amen. Praise God. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Derek and Iyani with yes and amen. And uh, today we're going to talk about the truth of the gospel, mainly about God. And we're going to share some scriptures with you. And so right now we're going to let you enjoy this music while we get ready. So God bless you on today. Wonderful 
remember this. Has come over me. Right, welcome back everyone. On today, let's see, let's do this because I'm not trusting that that is. Let's do this, yeah. All right, today we're gonna, we're in lesson two. Why I believe God is real. <clears throat> so through the centuries and through the philosophical thought processes of people, there have been very different positions about the realness of God, the reality of God, um, you know, and then you have the position, well, is it just the self-will of men? And if God is God, why is there hunger? Why is there death? Just all of these different things. Uh, we don't concern ourselves with those things. And we can look at the presence of uh, poor leadership, good leadership, uh, sickness and disease, pandemics, uh, homelessness, and those things are uh, trending of uh, what the world uh, system has and, and how the world system portrays uh, the struggle in life. But God, Jesus told me, said, I, I have come that you might have life and that more abundantly. So we're gonna go ahead and, and just move through the lesson on today. Testing one, two, mic check, one, two, one, two. All right, all right, thank God. All right, so on today, on today, I'm gonna to share so today, 
going to work to convince the students that God exists. Um, we will, students will be overwhelmed by evidence that proves that God exists, the existence of God through his word and the truth to invade their lives. So um, you must allow the truth by faith of God to come into your life and to be a part of who you are in everything, everything that you do, in everything that you work toward on today. And so, all right. So we're gonna talk about believing Christianity, faith, knowing God and truth. And so in Romans 1 and 20, it says, for since the creation of the world's of the world, God's invincible quality had his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood for what has been made so that people are without excuse. Okay, Romans 1 and 20, this is NIV. So says for since the creation of the world of the world, God's invincible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Okay, Romans 1 and 20. So follow me. Uh, for since the creation of the world, repeat after me, for since the creation of the world, Louder, for since the creation of the world, for since the creation of the world, God's invincible qualities, God's invincible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, have been clearly seen, being understood, being understood from what has been made. From what has been made, so that people are without excuse. So that people are without excuse. Okay, um, Derek, did you pray right now? Let's pray. Father God, louder, louder. So we need to hear it. You, you're not even pegging the sound meter. You need to peg the sound meter. <clears throat> Father Just God, come closer if you're nervous about neighbors hearing it. Okay. Father God, we want to thank you on today for giving us better. Good. Keep us strong and healthy. Keep us attached to your word. Keep us close together as one and another. Family and friends, do not stand. Father God, we want to thank you on today for another day of life and liberty. Thank you for keeping us safe through a disease, flu, 
and COVID-19. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. When when Yanni is upsetting you, I can hear you louder. Yes. So so when God, you're speaking to God, just speak. You're you're not shy, so I'm not understanding. Okay, so let's get started. Foot down. Let's get started, Murphy. So Romans 11 and 1 says what? Yanni, read that. Romans 1 and 11 says what? Can you see that? Yes. Now faith is convinced. Okay. And what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Okay. Okay, say it again. Now faith is convinced. Convinced. In what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Okay. So now faith is confidence in what we hope for and insurance, assurance about we do not about what we do not see. Okay, Derek. <clears throat> All right, that's our monitor. So read the question and then answer it, Derek. Do you think in the context of that verse that the people number one, number one? What do you think it means to be sure of what we hope for and certain of what we cannot see? Well, I'm thinking it's, uh, I'm thinking it's our goals for the future. For example, we hope for a certain of what we cannot see, like something we want, like a certain thing we want. And it's like our goal we want to get to in the future. Okay. So that. So what do you think it means to be sure of what we hope for and certain of what we cannot see? I think it means we're getting... You already answered it, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, you got another perspective? Go ahead, share. No. I, I, yeah, I was just... Okay, okay. Yeah, so. All right. No, good. So it's kind of like but it's not equal to, and we're talking about concept here, because I want you to get, I want you to understand this. It's similar to when people make a whoosh, but from the context of what is written, it's not a whoosh. It's, I believe it by faith. Meaning I wasn't there to see it, but I believe the action took place. I don't wish that the action took place, but it's similar because it's kind of sort of aligned up, but not really. So by faith, I believe. 
I didn't, I didn't see it actually, but I believe God. Okay. And so it's a gut feeling of belief. Okay. Uh, do you think in the context of that verse, Iyani, uh, that the people are being uh, commanded for not seeing, is it, no, commended, commended for not seeing God and acting in faith or not seeing an event and action and faith. So that's a, that's a complex question. Let's look at the answer. Because this is, this is a difficult lesson, but it's talking about faith. Our examples in Hebrews, Okay, let's do this. So Noah, okay, this is an example. This is good, okay. Noah did not see the flood, but acted in Hebrews 11 and eight. Abraham did not see the land. He was to go to, but he went. You guys remember remember those stories? What about Noah? Yes. God told him to build a boat. Right? He said, it's going to rain, Noah. I'm going to flood the whole earth. Build a boat. It had never rained on the earth at that time. So it was the first rain? The first rain, it was a doozy. So Abraham left his family. He took his wife, his servants, and they went. God told him to go. He didn't know about the land or the place, but God told him, he said, go. And as you go, I'll show you the land, I'll show you the place. Okay, you guys got that? Yes. Right, that's what faith is, right? Believing God without seeing it first. Okay, it says here. That's good, I can't hear that noise. What other noise? Cancel it. I can hear you. All right. So what do you believe by faith, Derek? God. What about God? I believe he created us all. Okay, good. That's good. That's a, don't go any further right now. Do you believe? I believe what that do you believe? God rose up from the cross. Jesus. Jesus okay. rose up on the cross and took care of all of our sins. It took care of all of us. Yeah. He died just so that we could be with no sin. With no sin. Okay. 
now is it that things change? How is it that things change? Okay, so that's a tough question, but let's break it down. How is it that you grow up, that you grow? How is it that an acorn becomes a oak tree? We call this process change. Where does it originate? Where does it come from? Okay. So what am I getting at? So it comes from humans, you think? Yes, or God. What about God? He told them to go forth and replenish the earth and subdue it. But he also told them that the, that the seed will produce fruit, right? And the fruit has to grow on a tree, right? An acorn is a seed. Am I correct? Okay. All right. So, yeah, this is conceptually, you got to have faith. So, let's look at Ecclesiastes. All right. So, Solomon, uh, he's talking, isn't talking along the same lines, right? He's saying some things. Okay, uh, Derek Reed, up to four, like past four. There is a time for everything and a reason for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born at, the, at a time to die, and a time to die. Um, a time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. Okay, Yanni. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embarrassing. A time to search, a time to give up, a time to keep, and a time to throw away. A time to hear, to tear, and a time to mend. A time to be silent, and a time to speak. A time to love, and a time to hate. A time for war, and a time for peace. Okay, so Solomon, study the disposition of men. He studied how men reacted on the earth, how they came to determinations. And so he wrote this looking at the position of men. So according to Solomon, who is causing all these things? Did he say? No. No. Said there's a time for everything. 
in a season for every activity under the heavens. So he does it. I don't I don't see where he necessarily does. I want to say God, or I, I'm pretty sure he's referring to because he's referring to the heavens. Okay. So think about all the things around you that are changing right now, right? Things change. Nothing stays the same. Do you look the same? No. That you looked a year ago or four years ago? Yes. What about you? Yes. You don't look the same. You grew up. You're you're bigger. You're taller. You're larger. Right. So you still kind of look the same in the face, but you've grown up. Right. And so even the weather changes, the seasons change, the leaves fall, your fingernails, fingernails, they grow, your hair, it grows, right? Atoms around you are changing and swapping electrons. So life is like that. We continuously change and grow. Even if you don't change, the times change, right? Could that something, could that something outside the material universe be God? So that shifting, that changing, we live in a universe that's continuously changing. The rotation of the planets, the rising of the sun, the rising of the moon by night, Right. So all those things point to that evidence. And so I'm not going to touch evidence too, too much. Or should I? Let's read it. Just like change, existence requires an outside source. It requires an outside source. We're not talking about Darwinism. We're not talking about uh, a utopia ism, utilitarianism, socialism, evolving of men. We're just talking about the existence. All right. Okay, let's let's go down and look at these scriptures. So if a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Of course. All right, is a an incomplete argument. According to the argument, the question is, what caused the tree to fall? The wind. The wind. It could be anything, right? Okay, here's some scriptures. Genesis one and one. Read that one, Yanni. In the beginning, God created the heaven, the heavens and the earth. Okay, God created it. Not Darwin, not man. Okay, Derek. Read that. John 1 and yes. 1 and 4. And John 1, 1 4. New eternal version. The word became International flesh. version. International version. The word became flesh. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. 
without him nothing was made that has been made in him was life and that life was the light of man of all mankind okay okay so in him was the light of all mankind right colossians 1 15 through 17 the supremacy of the son of god the son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. In terms of being that surrounds us, could there be a God? Could there be a God? What do you think? No. Why is that? No because there God is only one God. There can't be any other God. Okay. It's been proven in the Bible and in stories. There is no other okay. God. What if somebody say, oh, the Bible is not real. It's written by men. No, no need for violence. And no need, no need for arguments. All you said is that's your opinion, and you're entitled to your opinion, but I don't think that's true. Plus, you can find out when okay. you die. There is a beach. So similar to the two we've already discussed. Well, we are, we kind of read one and then we went into the other one. So the design argument makes a simple point. Changes are this has come up. Chances are, excuse me, this has come up in school when you're talking about evolution, remember, Darwin, the points are as follows. Things work and relate in very complicated ways. Complicated things cannot happen by chance. Everything intelligent is required to make a is required to make intelligent things happen. Something, oh, something intelligent, I said anything. Something or someone must have designed everything, right? It just didn't happen. It wasn't a random occurrence. It wasn't just, oh, oh, wow. Look at that, what happened? So consider the atom and the complexity, right? And then the particle and materials. So what about the human eyeball and the organs and all the specific functions that they have within your body? If an atom is complicated, imagine how complicated a human body is. Humans are atoms. With trillions of atoms, 
working in harmony. There must be. So, so it just didn't happen just to happen. Okay, just make sure you keep it on. All right, so we're gonna read this. This is like a long text. That's one. So it's three of us. So I'll read 10 at a time. I'll, I'll stop at 10. Then you can read to 20. Then you can read to 30. So Genesis 1, 3 through Genesis 2 and 1. Can so I read like, first? No, I got it. No, you're going to read 10 and Yanni going to read 10. All right. I got the shorty. I got the short stack and then the one wrapped around the back on the two and the one. So, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. God said, let there be a fault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. God called the vault sky and there was evening and there was morning the second day. And God said, let there be water under the sea be gathered in one place and let dry ground appear. And it was so. Next. God called the, the dry ground land and the gathered waters and he called sea. Okay, a little bit clearer, a little bit clearer. <laughs> he called seas and God saw that it was good then God said, let the land produce vegetation, vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it. With seed in it. Okay, yeah, I was reading that right. Um, according to their various kinds, and it was also the land produced vegetation, plants bearing seeds according to their kinds and trees bearing fruit with seeds in it according to their kinds and God saw it was good and there was evening and there was even, evening and there was a morning the third day and God said that let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark scarred times. Scar, I'm sacred. Sacred times. 
and days and years and let them be and let them be lights in the vault of sky to give light on earth. And it's so, and it was so, God made two great lights, the greater light to groove in the day. Govern. Govern the day and- The lesser. The lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw it was a good, and there was evening and there was morning. The fourth day. Stop. Let's go. Yanni. Do you see that? Yes. Okay. Do I read at 20 or 20? At 20. And God said, let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to Wind. winged bird according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas, and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds. The living, the livestock, the creatures, livestock. livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so... God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea, and the birds in the sky, over the livestock, and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to him, Be fruitful and increase the num in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, over every living thing that moves on the ground. Then God said, 
I'll, I give you every seed bearing plants on the face of the whole earth that every tree that has fruit will send it seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he made, he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array, vast array. Okay. So how would someone poke holes in the design theory? I would say close. Close, I don't believe it. Yeah. How could someone poke holes in the design, in the design theory? Well, let's- I wasn't there, I didn't see it. Wasn't there, didn't see it? <laughs> yeah, somebody might say that. Um, we evolved from apes. Yeah. But we used to have tails. Evolution, yeah. But that's not what the Bible says, so. So the argument at Science. work here is that if there is a design, here has, there has to be a designer. Could that designer be God? Yes. Could it be God? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. What about miracles? And it's like five or six things. Six, seven. Might have to do a part two on this bad boy. Let's see. Let's go. I think it's an eight. Is that it? Yeah. Ten. Well, we had three. Okay, we're at miracles. Signs, wonders. And miracles, then you'll see when all his name you'll call, then you'll see. Have you ever witnessed a miracle? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What kind of miracle? A man being saved from COVID. Man being safe from COVID. What about you? Murphy coming into our lives. Oh, Murphy coming into our lives. Even when your mom said, no, we ain't getting no double. Oh, 
And now she loves him more. Now she loves him. Okay. What's the closest thing to America you've ever seen? What's the closest thing? Oh, okay. Now she's showing Murphy love. And he's getting Chef Mills and TLC. Okay. So how would you define America? Like walking on water, Peter walking on the water. Mm -hmm. I do well one day. David defeating Goliath with only a stone. Oh, David defeating Goliath with only, only a stone. stone. Okay. So a miracle definition of is something occurring outside Noah the natural Noah in the whales. order of things. Noah in the whales. What about Jesus give sight to the blind, yeah. to the lame, he healed lepers. Mm -hmm. Peter walks on the water with him. There are numerous well-attested miracles that have happened. If we test, if we trust the Bible, let's see here. There are dozens of miracles recorded on its pages. The point is basic. If miracles happen, someone works them. That someone must be outside the natural order of things. And so it's God. All right. So we, we're just going to stop right there. And we're just going to this. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to hit those summary areas for people watching. So the argument for the truth. So that's one area. Okay. What about the argument from the idea of God? Right? There's, there's so many viewpoints and so many places in that area or sphere. You know, your higher power. Well, I did it and all those things, but well, through God, you can do more. We only use 10% of our, our brain, but through God, we can utilize 100% access. So, what about the argument from natural disasters? You know, there's floods, hurricanes, monsters, all right. uh, tornadoes. Okay. So, Let's natural desires. So I said natural disasters, I'm sorry. Okay, but some things like food, drink, sleep, and companionship are natural. Other things like new clothes, victory, achievement are imposed upon us in society. All right, so we're just gonna make this quick go through sorry about that i messed totally messed it up so the argument from nature right a baby is being born right the sunset a mountain the ocean or canoe down a peaceful stream then you know this argument. So it says here, since what may be known about God is plain to them, 
because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power <laughs> and his divine nature, sorry about that, has been clearly seen, right? It's been seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. All right, so here, what is your favorite part of being in nature? How do you think that proves God exists? Niagara Falls, the blue ocean. Okay, Pascal's Wagner's. This is less proof and more challenge. We just moving through that for the viewers that may want to take a look, but we'll just. Okay. All right, those are a lot of points, but uh, let's make it real. Does your head hurt yet? Woo. All right, so I understand that now of these arguments, that none of these arguments can independently prove the existence of God. But when you begin stacking them, one idea or one central focus comes into alignment. What are the possible conclusions? Undeniable, the most probable conclusion is that God exists. I had a friend from Ethiopia. He was a missionary and he lived here in the U.S., but he went back to his home country and he went to the far reaches of communities in the States. And the people there worship the God of the sun and the moon. And they didn't have Bibles. Uh, no one taught them about God. But immediately when he began to teach about the Bible and teach about Jesus, they all began to say hallelujah. He said they had never said hallelujah and they had never heard the word of God. But when they heard the preaching of the word of God, they discovered and understood that they knew that the God of the sun, the God of the moon, the God of the trees and night and the day, they immediately got revelation from his teaching. That's why the word says that how can they hear unless they hear it from a man or from a preacher. And, and so we have to go out to the farthest outreaches to teach other men and other women. And when they hear the truth of the gospel, it's like Peter said, he said, when I teach this gospel, I notice that men immediately receive of the Holy Ghost. And so 
faith in action. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Does this evidence strengthen your faith? Yes. All right. So what is the most compelling evidence to you? Your hair, your, your fingernails, the trees. Your head is spinning. Your head is spinning because of all the stuff about God? No. So why does Jesus matter? What's important about Jesus? He saved us. He saved us and he set us free. Okay. All right, let's pray. Because Johnny is dizzy and we're going to get her some H2O. Father, we thank you for the complexity of your word and all the evidence that is before us. And so within our spirit, man, we receive the fullness of our inheritance. We receive the fullness of who you are. Thank you for this lesson that is going throughout to teach nations and many more. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you for tuning in on today. And God bless you. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen Youth with Derek and Iyani and Murphy. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Praise God. We're going to turn on some music. You got to
Intentional. Let's go. 